So here's the question. Do you live in a very small space or uh, do you live in a space, space where you don't have a garden? Because now is the time to start thinking of the concept of a terrarium. What is a terrarium? Well, we've got Denny Mo, who is the designer and founder of a organization called ANIA. Denny, thanks so much for joining us. Having me, Michelle. So, Denny, did you know that the word ANIA, when it's a girl's name in Scandinavia, means grace and favor, and in Greek, it means no to praise? No <laughs> <laughs> I actually changed my name from Angles on Earth to ANIA because people kept calling me Angels on Earth. <laughs> I shortened the name to oh. ANIA to make more sense. Yeah, I sounded like some unicorn company for quite some time. So <laughs> Angels on Earth was the first name. Then you changed it to Ania, but how did how about that? It actually means grace and favor, and it also means the praised one in Greek. So there we That's go. That's amazing. You, it <laughs> seems perfectly aligned. Yeah, thank you. It's good to know that. Danny, when we talk yes. about a modular herb garden or a terrarium, what is that? Um. I think it's quite a, a difference to what we're used to. I think that what we've had, we're used to are just pot plants. You know, you've got a, a, a plant and a pot with some soil and, you know, you take it home. Um, the terrarium is a lot more delicate than that. It's actually taking a, a whole environment, a whole landscape and encasing it into a glass. Mm. Um, and the reason we do that um, is because you, we're trying to bring in different types of landscapes into your home. So, like, I'll give you a good example. Like, Joburg is, is quite a dry place when it's summer. Jeez. And if you want to bring home, bring home a little micro forest from, like, say, the Western Cape, you know, it needs a certain amount of humidity, it needs a certain amount of environment. And if you did it on just with pots, what happens is that it tends to dry out. And the terrarium, because of the enclosed glass structure, you can actually contain the humidity, you can contain the drainage, um, and it allows you to take in any kind of like um, landscape. So we've got like three different types of landscape. We've got a, a woodland landscape, um, a tropical landscape, and we've got like a desert landscape. So you can bring in a Karoo forest right back home, you know, to Johannesburg and just really sit there and enjoy it. So how does it actually work? I mean, as far as I know, it's, it's, self, it's almost like if we talk about the earth and how the water just recycles, recycles, recycles. In a way, a terrarium is a similar thing. It's like creating a little mini earth. Yes, exactly. I mean, if you think about the word terrarium and aquarium, terror is yeah. of land opposed to water. So you have to work out not just what's, you know, what's in the pot. It's also how the whole drainage and recycling system works. So we've got different types of, ba we've got different types of terrariums that have different types of bases. So one's designed to drain, which is more suitable for a desert terrarium, or one's designed to recycle water, which is probably better for a woodland terrarium. So the layering is very important. The content of the soil is important because, you know, nature has its own ways of recycling water, you know, and how it filters it. So you start from the top, you've got the air that gets humid, um, and then what happens is the humid air lands on the on the trees and the water slowly falls down onto the to the little moss, and then it kind of sticks down to the soil. But once it goes down to the soil, it needs to drain out, and that's why we've got a little base uh, layer of stones. And once it drains out, the water collects at the bottom, and you can reuse that water if you'd like. So that whole recycling process is, is very, very important. Um, and another element that we do add to it, which is something that I actually have to go collect in the forest, a little mycorrhiza fungus. So fungus in the, in the plant kingdom has an ability to recycle. So I can tell you right now, none of the forestry in this world, the whole planet would live without mushrooms 
and fungus, they take any dead matter and they turn it back into soil and nutrients and that feeds the plant. So that's something we, that we do and we look at it very importantly to ensure a good, healthy terrarium. Okay, I'm looking at the picture and I'm kind of wondering. So, you know, sometimes you should never put plants in front of glass if the sun is like direct sun because it's just... It will just burn the plant. It will burn its leaves. How do you ensure that it's not like just acting like a magnifying glass and sending them through the roof into like heat spasms? Yeah, it, it depends on the terrariums. Like we, so, if you looked at if you had a, a woodland terrarium which has like leaves that are soft, and normally I can tell by touching how how gentle the leaf is, you can tell. We know whether you can put this thing in the sun or not, but generally they do like sun. All plants need sun, so no plants live in a cave. So we always advise people to put the terrarium next to a window when there's fresh air. Um, mm. We don't really completely enclose our terrariums because you can imagine um, plants belong outside. They mm. enjoy the, the change in humidity and they enjoy the UV light. But just how much light they get is very important. Dappled light is great. So if you've got a little small balcony that's a covering on top, two, three hours of sun is perfect for the terrarium. And if you've got a desert terrarium, so those you can probably put directly into the sun. Um, so, yeah, it just depends on your area. We obviously do advise what terrarium suit works best. You know, send us a photograph of where you want to place it um, and which give you the right terrarium to go with. So, okay, so this is the terrarium. It's like almost like a glass encasement in which you grow a variety. You've you've talked about a desert terrarium. There's a forest terrarium. The herb terrarium is just herb plants. Yes, um, it's uh, the herb. It's funny that the modular herb garden was actually designed for a chef. There was a, a friend of mine who owns a restaurant down in Cape Town. And he wanted this palette of like, he's got this giant window in front of his kitchen and he wanted this palette of herbs. So those this modular herb gardens are designed to stack on top of one another. Um, and he planted literally three herbs per, per modular garden, which allowed him access to those fresh herbs. Did you, did so you, was, did you, ever, yeah? see, did you ever see during COVID that guy, um, I think he was either a scientist or an artist in Europe, who instead of wearing a mask, he put a terrarium over his head. So the terrarium was filled with plants and he was breathing in the green plants and literally, and then the air from whatever. I mean, did you see that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I mean, those terrariums are full of bugs and dust. I mean, I hope he had a really good healthy lung. (laughs) You know, I always feel like when we do these interviews, like it's important that you as the person who's being interviewed also learn something new as well. So it's not just us that learns something. <laughs> I'll definitely send you a mask, okay, <laughs> out of a terrarium. <laughs> Denny, I know that you uh, started in here and it was in Cape Town, but I understand that you are um, currently in Johannesburg as well. Is that correct? Yes, this is the first time. I mean, I'm actually from Johannesburg. And, yeah. and that's how this business came about because I used to, I'm a huge plant collector and I yeah. used to drive all over the country to collect plants. Yeah. And through that, I actually, you know, I bring plants back. I buy these super rare plants, and I bring it back, and then it keeps, you know, they keep dying, they keep drying out. And it took a long time. And 10 years ago, I I formed this business because purely out of a passion, trying to keep these plants alive. And and slowly I learned so much about the climate, the humidity, you know, and and things need to kind of, like, you need to maintain where the plant's natural habitat is. Yes. And and that's what I do. I go, I go to places, I sit there, and I, I, I bring my, my hygrometer, I bring my temperature, my thermometer, and I, I work out exactly what humidity it needs, how much sun it requires. And once you've learned that process, you know, like you, you start to mimic it inside these little environments. So, yeah, we um, I'm now back here. 
opening my store. I mean, it's nice to sit in my hometown where I was from. And we opened the first official functioning greenhouse inside We Are Egg. Yeah. Um, and thanks to Paul and Simon, um, they, they gave me this opportunity to, you know, together we put together a, a, a working greenhouse. So it's humidity controlled. Um, it's temperature controlled. It has this misting system that comes on when it's too dry. Because Joburg is quite dry. Joburg, we, during summer, I think now, the humidity level is between 20 to 30%. Um, you know, Cape Town, we're quite used to anything between 60 to 80. Yeah. Um, and when you walk in there, I mean, please do come through as a Rosebank Mall, the zone, you can, you can feel the, the ambience and the humidity of the whole place. Well, I think we're all going to go and have a look. If you are in Gauteng, go to We Are Egg in the Rosebank Mall in the zone. Go and check out that humidity and then go and chat to Danny as well and say, hey, let me check out your terrariums and the like.